0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised
1: that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tug Entertainment or
0: its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you, with you paying it forward too.
2: It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is enjoying this beautiful summer weather and enjoying having the children at home. We know it's a lot more difficult working from home and um, having the kids here, but I just keep trying to tell myself, you know what, the kids are only young once. So I feverishly try to get my work done as quickly as I can. And I also, I have to admit, I am up in the middle of the night trying to catch up on some work so I can enjoy that time with the kids. So, just try. It's so hard. I am really trying to juggle a lot of balls, but um, have fun with your kids. This is their special time, and we have to remember we truly are making memories for them. These are their childhood memories that they'll be holding on to for a lifetime. So, um that wasn't really my tip of the week, but I am going to, that's my personal tip of the week. I'm going to switch on to my business tip of the week. So I know a lot of my listeners know that I talk about Kathy Corman Frey a lot. She is an amazing person. She's been on our show at least twice now. She was part of our Paying It Forward Day and, um... She is in charge of the Hot Mamas Project. She's doing an amazing job. And I was so happy because I actually won. Um, She has a webinar, um, a download, and it's almost like going to school, but you're doing it online. And she did an amazing job. And I have to tell you, I've learned so much Um, from her downloads. It was about a one-month series, and one of the things she had talked about was the importance of mentors, and we have spoken about that a lot in the past, but I thought something she said was brilliant. She said, you don't have to just have one mentor. Try to really sit down and come up with a list of five people. You probably already know these people, but go back to your, I'm still a little old-fashioned, go back to your Rolodexes or your contact list and really try to think of five people who have already, perhaps they've walked the path you need to walk or they're just super successful and know how to do something really, really good, whether it be manufacturing, Um, maybe they've already brought a product to the marketplace and they can be a mentor as far as that goes, maybe it's PR, maybe they know how to crunch numbers really well, whatever the situation is, try to reach out to these people because, you know what, I just know a lot of people like to pay it forward and, you know, if they've done it before, I'm sure they will be willing to help you move ahead. Okay, that's my business tip of the week. So, we have lots to talk about today. I'm very, very excited. We have an incredible guest today. She's an author. She's a speaker. Her name is Sylvia LaFaire. Sylvia has her PhD. She sounds like such an exciting person. Um, she has, let's see... Sylvia, um, she is a pioneer. She retooled her skills as a noted family therapist to become a leadership expert and an executive coach. In the workplace, she um, helps teams find the sweet spots of cooperation and productivity. Sylvia is the award-winning author of Don't Bring It to Work. This is a great book. I can't wait to hear all about it. And she also wrote a companion workbook. For that, called Pattern Aware Success Guide. And her latest book is Gutsy How Women Leaders Make Change. So, with that, let's bring Sylvia LaFaire on the show. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning, Josephine. How are you? I'm doing great, and Sylvia, what I love about my radio show is I get to meet amazing people who are all willing to pay it forward, and especially my guests from you know California who get up at the crack of dawn to be on my show. So I want to thank you so very much for being a part of Paying It Forward this morning. Oh, my pleasure, and that's really what it's all about,
1: paying it forward.
2: Yeah, it's so so exciting, but we have so much to talk about. Cecilia, so, tell us a little bit about your past. How did you get to where you are now? Well, you know, it is interesting. I
1: uh, became a family therapist as most family therapists, most therapists do to figure out my own life. And mm-hmm. um it was working. It was. I was doing a pretty good job of, of, of understanding how families should behave. And then I ended up getting divorced. And it was a, a traumatic time as it is for anybody who's gone through that. And I decided I was never going to do therapy again because, you know, I would be a fraud, and so I ended up going on different journeys, which is what happens when we're exploring what's important in life, and sort of landed on a new way of looking at relationships and looking at what what matters, and created a personal growth center with my uh, second husband called Creative Energy Options. And then what happened is one day we were working with parents and their adolescent children who were driving them absolutely bonkers. So the room was packed full, as you can imagine. And at the end of it, a man came up and said, would you come work with my senior leadership team? And I said, why? And he said, they're fighting. And I said, so what? And he said, but Sylvia, you work with people who need to get along, families. They really need to get along. Made sense, went in, started working with the team with the understanding I had about how family systems operate, looking at how a workplace system would operate, and the rest, as they say, is history, and here we are talking today.
2: Oh my gosh, Sylvia, that is amazing and it's so, so important. I'll tell you something that one of my mentors had said to me. He said, Josephine, I hire somebody and a month after they've been working for my company, he tells them right off the bat, he says, listen, you have one month to be a part of my family and my, my business. He looked at his business as a family and he treated people with such respect that they loved working for him. But after one month, he had, His, you know, their four week review, they sat in his office across from them and he had a check written out to their name and five grand, Sylvia. They they only worked for four weeks and he handed them the check for five grand. And he said, Listen, you have a choice. You could take this check and you can cash it and you can leave my company right now, or you could. Decide to be a part of our family and not cash that check. I mean, that's how important it was to him that people love working in his company. But I say that because he said to me, Josephine, one bad apple is like cancer within a company. And when people don't get along within the company, it affects the bottom line, no matter how you look at it. And I guess what I'm saying is, That's why it's so, so important what you can bring to a company. If you can bring the harmony and have people get along, it just makes sense for all companies to do that, and especially to read your book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, reading my book would be good. When I wrote Don't Bring It to Work, um, and it has helped a lot of companies, the, the idea behind it is that What we learned in our original organization, which is the family, is what we take into our present organization at work. So think about it this way, Josephine. You know, at home we have parents. At work we have bosses. We have coworkers sort of like siblings. We get salaries kind of like allowances. We get timeouts called performance improvement plans. So we have created work to very much mimic the family. And here's what I learned in all the years of research that I did as I crossed that bridge from being a family therapist into a leadership expert and and an executive coach. And that is that when stress, this is the key, this is the nugget. When stress is high, We all revert to patterns we learned as kids to keep us safe and survive.
2: So oh, That is brilliant, and it's so, so important. But Sylvia, it makes me very nervous because I was one of 11 kids. Really? Whoa. <laughs> and there was a lot of chaos in my house, and what we had to do, and my mom was very, very strict. But it's funny that you should say that, you know. I, I'm going to really think hard about that because I'm sure my, re, my initial reaction is survival, uh-huh. And God only knows, my poor husband, what comes out of my mouth at first without thinking. And I think you're right. It probably happens, you know, to a lot of people in the workforce.
1: Well, here, here's what's interesting. Whether you're an only child or one of 11, I mean, obviously, one is a little more crowded at home than the other. <laughs> we all pick up specific patterns that we get from the family system, if you will. And they're, they're invisible. You know, it's almost like we're given a deck of cards Mm -hmm. and we pick a card or two. And it's like, you know, Bill Gates' kids get a deck of cards as they were born and growing up. They have a deck of cards. Sure. They pick certain things. Billy Joel's kids, they pick certain things. And even Billy the Kid who... Had a lot of kids. His children picked things. And what happens is it's not good or bad. It's just that we have to begin to observe this. So in some families where there's somebody who picks the card being super achiever, somebody else in that family may pick the card that's procrastinator. Somebody else may pick the card, and often, but not always, this is in the female area, we pick the card called pleaser somebody else could pick the card called a voider. And what happens is that's what we, that's where we learned how to uh, behave. Now, when we go into the workplace and we You know, Sylvia,
2: we're gonna come up on a quick break right now, but you know what? Let's talk a little more about the deck of cards we've chosen when we were younger. And I can't wait to hear more about Don't Bring It to Work, how it all applies to your book. And we have lots to talk to talk about today with Sylvia LaFaire. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back shortly, everyone. Thanks. We'll be right Thanks. back
0: with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girassi right after these on Togginet.com. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all biz talk comes in. All BizTalk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All BizTalk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life, Amish Wisdom. With Suzanne Woods-Fisher, Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Gerassi on toginet.com.
2: Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine. We have Sylvia LaFaire who is an author and a speaker with us today. We were just talking about Don't Bring It to Work, one of her amazing books. And we were also discussing how it's so important that when we're younger, we're dealt uh, a deck of cards, and it's almost like we pick and choose the type of personality, I guess, if that's the right word to use, Sylvia, that we end up with as an adult. How is that?
1: <laughs> well, it, if we we kind of cobble it together. You're absolutely right, and then at some point, as grownups, we can look and say, "Wait a minute, I don't want or need this anymore." That's the power of learning how to change these patterns to what I call their healthier, positive opposite so you know let me let me give you an example that I used in "Don't Bring it to Work" and is very important in the new book gutsy for women. We were uh very often we became pleasers as we grew up little girls now there are plenty of little boy pleasers too, but little girls really have have um, a stake in this one. Let me give you an example of a little girl. This is at home. And she's uh, 11, no, nine years old, and she has an older brother. And the father is a sports addict, and by sports I mean actual physical playing them. So the story I heard was that they were out water skiing all morning, and they came back, and the father said, "Okay, kids, you know, change and let's get ready to do a 10-mile bike ride." And the son looked at him, who's 15, and said, "No, nope, I'm going to." go on my computer. I'm not going. And the little girl, the mother told me, looked at the father and saw how upset and frustrated he was. And she said, okay, Daddy, I'll change. I'll change. She said, I'll go with you. And he said, oh, that's so good. And the mother, who is a friend of mine, said, mm-hmm. Sylvia, we're creating a pleaser here. What should I do? Oh, wow. And that's how these things happen. There again, these decks of cards are invisible, That's what I want you to get. And Mm -hmm. then we go into the workplace, and the same little girl, if this isn't changed over time, will have a boss who says, this has to be done even if we stay up all night. And people will say, thanks, I'm going home. And she'll go, I'll stay, I'll stay. And
2: it builds up and builds up. It sounds so hard, though, Sylvia. Like, as a parent, is there any way we can kind of steer our kids in a different direction? Does that happen, or is it just like what, you know, do we just pick it up from our surrounding? Is there no way out? Well, here's the, it's perfect. You used the acronym OUT.
1: There is a way out. That's so Mm -hmm. good, Josephine, because that's (laughs) what I use, and it's up to parents. To learn about their own patterns because if they're unfinished that's what we hand to the kids out stands for observe understand and transform that's the way out you didn't even know it and there you are (laughs) perfect so the first thing is for us to be able to observe our own behaviors we don't have to hand it to our children we really don't we can be much more balanced with it then we have to understand where it came from. And, you know, most of us in this day and age can do a deep dive. This is not years of therapy. Remember, I was a therapist. I'm not anymore. I'm a leadership uh, and, and executive coach now. But what we can do is go back and see fairly quickly where these patterns developed for us. And then the big one, we can transform them. Take some strength training, but we can transform them. So the pleaser becomes a truth teller. Instead of sure, yes, fine, I will, while they're stuffing their frustration, they become truth tellers. And you can help children learn how to do it. So I said to this mother, when you see your daughter, she happens to be a friend, but she's also in our, our leadership program called Total Leadership Connections, and so she's learning this at a deep level. I said, when you see your daughter in those, I'll do it, I'll do it at any cost. Say, stop. Is this what you really want to do, honey? Is this the right thing for you right now? And if it isn't, you need to say so. So we learn how to speak up at an earlier age, and we don't have to log into, lock into our nervous system all these patterns.
2: Oh, I love it. Make sense? It. Sylvia, this is really, really so incredible. I have to tell you, I don't know if I'm going through a midlife <laughs> <laughs> crisis, Sylvia, but um, I started to just think... A couple of months ago, like in the beginning of the year for 2012, I've been doing my glovey business. For God's sake, it's going on seven years. And bringing a product to market is a truly, truly difficult thing. And I've just been kind of going, really looking at my life um, and just figuring out, like, I have three beautiful kids. I'm, you know, married. It's going to be 11 years. And I've just been saying to myself, wow. Is there, how can I really, like I just kind of felt like there was a door that needed to be unlocked. And I have to tell you, it has made all the difference in the world. I had Dr. Barbara Levy, who I always say is an expert at unlocking the door. If people have issues from their childhood, it's just amazing to me, Sylvia, how we bring that into our adulthood and how our everyday actions just like you said are almost almost like we're acting childlike in an adult body and i have to tell you it is so liberating to really observe understand and transform to use your acronym it, you know of out It is amazing how it can affect and make us happier people. And I have to tell you, it doesn't take a long time. Like you said, we just have to be conscious of our actions and create new healthy habits. And I did it because I wanted to make my entire family environment happier. And it really, really does work. And now for those who actually work in the workforce, I can see how... It's so important not to bring that to work, which is how you came up with your title, which I think is brilliant. Exactly. And what happens is, here's what I have
1: found, that in the workplace, it's easier than in the family to observe our behavior. Huh. It's also really important because, you know, our economic and economics are based on that. And people who we get a lot of high potentials, people who are really striving to get to the next level of success at work, and they need to learn how to become the best leaders they can. The other translation for best leader is also best parent, because parents are leaders in the home, just like whoever the boss is is a leader at work. And once we can see and work with it. it's a little bit easier to, to start the transformation process at work uh, because it's not as emotionally locked in as it is in our family. It's easier to say something to a boss than often it is to a spouse or a partner or a parent. So let me give you a quick example of a gal who was in the program, in in our Total Leadership Connections program, and she realized she was a pleaser, and she was a general manager for a a set of companies, and the man who owned the companies loved to buy companies. He didn't like to run them. He just liked (laughs) to buy them. If he had been a woman, he would have been out there shopping every day, and he did. He shopped literally, oh, that's so funny. Uh, for okay. businesses. So one day he, there was a senior team meeting, and I was facilitating, and he said, I just found another really great business to buy that had nothing to do with what they were doing. And I looked over at this gal. Her name is Laura, and it got really quiet. And she looked at me and took a deep breath, and she said, if you do buy this, I cannot participate and the room was in shock and she said look i'm learning that as a pleaser i have said yes to everything that you want and it's exhausting me and it's literally killing the senior staff and she said but i'm learning to be a truth teller and she said it's we can't do another another buy right now so we took a break took her in the other room with the boss, and he looked at her, and he said, you never said that before. He was in shock. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I grew up in a, and she was like the little girl whose dad oh, said, so come on, funny. we're going to go bike riding, right? Right. And right. She, she she said, I grew up in a family where I learned the only way to get appropriate acknowledgement was to say yes to everything. And she said, I'm learning that it's it's going to kill me or my right. staff, and he they talked for a while and came back, and he basically said, let's put that new business on hold. I hear where you all are. So once you begin the transformation process, everybody begins to change. Now, yeah. you may say there's another boss who would have looked at her and said, you're fired, to which I would say, well, why would you, anybody want to work in an Environment that was so stressful that it made you sick. So, you know, you take it your sounds, chances and speak up.
2: Yeah, it's so important. It sounds like by that boss having an open mind, he had a ripple effect on them, which either you can have a good ripple effect or a bad one. And I bet you, Sylvia, all of those employees of that company respected him that much more and probably wanted to work really hard for him. So I, I think
1: you're absolutely right. I think because one of the things that helps in families and at work that I'm really, really stressing now is telling the truth. Now, it's telling the truth without a word we've coined, which is jubla which stands for Judgment, Blame, or Attack. (laughs) Wow. Is that great? Somebody in in one of our groups came up with that, and I said, oh, I'm going to take it and run with it. So Jubla, telling the truth without judgment, blame, or attack. It takes work to learn how to do it, but in workplaces where people are learning how to do that, where they're learning how to stand up and say, uh, this isn't working right now, or I think there's a better way to do this, and I'm taking a risk because we haven't been asked what we think. And this is all yeah. the stuff we learned in the family.
2: I think this is amazing. Jubla is incredible. I love that acronym. And Sylvia, I can't believe it, but we're halfway through our show already, and we still have a lot to talk about. Sylvia, it's not often that I have a guest back, but you might have to be a repeat guest. Too much going on here. And when we come back, I want to hear about Pattern Aware Success Guidebook, the guidebook you work for. Don't uh, you wrote, but don't um, bring it to work. You know your book anyway let's take a quick break we'll be right back with Sylvia LaFaire. thanks everyone
0: we'll be right back with more paying it forward with Josephine Jirossi right after these on toginet.com is there more living for you to do yes start living inspired be here for living inspired with Trisha Goyer Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Whether you're four and a half or one hundred, you can retrain your brain. Learning RX, the radio show, is on Toginet.com. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Krueger. Learning RX programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life-changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, Cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today 903-617-6899. 903-617-6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning Rx can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning Rx the Radio Show with Martin Krueger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on TuggyNet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to bang It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com.
2: Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Sylvia LaFerre. So, Sylvia, tell us about your Pattern Aware Success Guidebook. Did you write that specifically as a guidebook that we could um, fill out? While we read, don't bring it to work, how does that work? Tell us about it. Well,
1: it, it's a standalone, and it is better if you've read don't bring it to work. The right. idea is that it takes about three months for for behaviors, behavior patterns to really change. So what I did was put together a guidebook of things you can do. You read it in the morning. It's pretty quick everybody's busy, so what I've done is put in there things that take five minutes. You know, think about it for five minutes during the day or something like that. But as you do it or and as you do this over time, you begin to see a few things. One is once you observe your behavior patterns, they don't have as have strong a hold on you. Then you do a bit of a deep dive to understand where they come from. Now, as I said, they come from our childhood, from our families, but you can target some of the specifics. And then the patterns are even less. They begin to almost diminish in their power and strength over you. And then you do the heavy lifting of transforming them. And I've watched over years people able to do this with just a few breaths. Oh, I'll tell you my quick one, because my pattern—I have full disclosure—is as a drama queen, and I <laughs> learned that as a kid. I—I I know, I know, but it is. And any gentlemen listening, or any of you ladies out there with the men in your lives, there are plenty of drama queen, a king. Yeah. They just don't own it as quickly as we right. do. But, you know, I learned it because I have an older brother, and um, I mean, there were just two of us, so I'm not 11, but just two of us, but nonetheless, huh? I had to find my place. And so if I wasn't getting enough attention, I learned how to throw the best hissy fit on the planet. And, you know, all of a sudden, it's lights, camera, action, and all eyes on Sylvia. So I learned how to get attention. It doesn't work in an adult life. You know, no. it, it, it really doesn't. And here's what happened. One day, very quickly, in the morning I was at a meeting. Something happened. I was upset, and I just flung my hands out and said, this is ridiculous. And I heard somebody on the side saying, oh, my God, there's too much drama. As I left the meeting, I thought, what do they know, right? Uh-huh. Later in the day, different meeting. Different situation, different set of people, the only constant there was guess who, Sylvia, and something again happened, and I kind of put my hand down on the table just a little too hard, and I said, this has to stop, and I saw some eyes roll, and it was like, oh, drama, drama. Well, hmm. the third time is a charm, and that evening, uh, I have two daughters, and uh, they were in college at the time, and one of my daughters called, and she was telling me something, and I said, Julie, that's ridiculous, and I was just getting all hot under the collar. She said, You know, Mom, when you start that drama, I can't even talk to you, so how about <laughs> if um, we hang up and I talk to you when you cool down? And she did, she hung up. Oh and my I God. sat looking at that telephone, and I thought, Hmm. Three times in one day, better pay attention. And that was where, early on, I started to really think about these patterns and the power they have in the workplace, in our present relationships, and how we need to tame them. Now, let me tell you the good part of this is the drama queen or king transformed becomes a good storyteller. Sure. Sure. You know, so I can still get that adrenaline rush from the drama, but in a healthy way.
2: Oh, that's great. I think it's so, so important to take the positive out of perhaps the negative behavior. I was a whinist whiner, Sylvia. (laughs) Uh I, you know, I had three older brothers. I was always fighting for the attention also, but I remember myself whining all the time. And you know what? My mother would always tell me God's going to give you exactly what I got. And oh my Lord, my six year old daughter is a true whiner and I need to break the habit. So I've got a lot of thinking to do on my own and we're gonna to have to change this up a little in that our household. But it's all good stuff because we're in the observation mode. How's that, Sylvia? <laughs> That's perfect. And so in the pattern aware success guide,
1: again, it's it's such it's a quick reframe of where you are and I'm not a neuroscientist, but I've had to do a lot of research there. And these things are very deep in the older parts of our brain, you know, because they were there for survival and security. So as we tackle them, we can move to become more creative and find many new ways. So each pattern, Josephine, has its what I call its healthy and positive opposite. And that's what's really fabulous about what i've been doing if it were just to stamp people with the pattern it's like so what so then you're left with it that's no fun but it's the changing of it and that's what those two books are
2: about that sounds perfect so um i can't wait um sylvia i I think that you are super, super talented, and I feel terrible that I have not read your books before I'm interviewing you. I've obviously done a lot of research, but um, I can't wait to read these books because I know they could be life-changing. I know they can be. So... um, I can't wait to move forward. Let's talk about the next, your latest book, which is called Gutsy, How Women Leaders Make Change. So why did you write this book, Sylvia? Well, you know, um, I I love
1: to watch trends. And, I mean, this isn't just me. I think there's every woman on the planet knows that this is our time. And we are speaking up more. We're not being pleasers or martyrs or rescuers the way we were. We're really taking stands. And I thought, let me do some real deep dive research into where we were, where we are, and where we need to go. So, you know, and I got stuck, I have to tell you, writing the book till I came up with the title. Yeah. I, I, I had a, a, a hundred different titles, and it they just never worked. And one Sunday, I was at the computer, and I started just tooling around on the Internet. And I don't know where I found it, but the word gutsy popped out, and I went, that's it. That's oh, what we're meant to be. That's so So great. I'll give you my best definition, and I'd like to hear yours. But for me, there is a, the smallest version of gutsy is somebody who can put her hand up in the international sign of stop, which is your your hand up, palm facing out. That means mm. stop. Mm-hmm. And it's a pattern interrupt. That's a small version of gutsy. And the mm. largest version of gutsy is someone standing on the world stage and really speaking out for what's needed and where we're headed. So... Gutsy, it is about speaking
2: out, taking a stand. you have any other thoughts on that? I absolutely love that. I have to tell you, when you asked me, you know, you just said, um, what's my definition of gutsy? I have to tell you, Sylvia, the the whole concept of my business and my Glovie's product, I think when I look back at it, at it the whole process, I mean, I have a, a history on Wall Street, I never in a million years would have thought that this business would have taken the route that it has taken, but... When I look back and I think of all the people, I can name 100 people that told me, don't, why are you doing it? Just stop. Don't do it. It's never going to work. Over and over and over again. And I kept shaking my head and looking at these people. And whether I said it verbally or whether I just kept it in my mind and I said to them within myself and within my mind, I said, you wait and see. I'm going to prove you wrong because this is going to be a huge, huge success. I look at that whole experience And where I've come today with my Glovia's product that I'm in a huge, huge retail store, I just say, wow, it really did take a lot of guts for me to do what I did. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I took baby steps, and that's how I got to where I am today. So I do think it took me a, you know, I never give myself the credit, Sylvia.
1: (laughs) Well, and I want to acknowledge and, and give you some credit because I'm now a grandma. Oh wow! And I'm watching my daughter, who you know, you two just would love each other, who um, is is very clear about the same things that you're seeing, and that's how to keep. It's it's, the gloves are an important part of how to keep our children healthy. And yeah. we know about these things. We know about hand washing. We know about taking kids into the supermarket and making sure they're not, you know, touching e- everything around, which they're going to do. They're kids. They need to explore the world. But to do it so that they have a safety valve is, I think, what, you, what you've pulled together, Josephine, is absolutely brilliant and it's- gutsy.
2: It's a lot of fun, Sylvia. I've learned a lot of lessons along the way, but anybody going into business, it does take guts. So hats off to all the mom entrepreneurs and also the dads out there, the men who um, are taking a risk to become an entrepreneur. So um, I think that's so, so important. So let's talk a little bit more. I can't believe it. We're almost up to our third break already, but... um, Let's see. I have so many questions here for you. I'm going to pick this one. What are the patterns of behavior that have been handed from mother to daughter that we need to change? I think I can learn something from this.
1: Well, one of them we talked about was the pleaser. Mm-hmm. Another one that for women has been through time is the rescuer. You know, our nature is to, to watch our children, we want to make sure they're healthy and watch them grow, but often we will jump in and do things for them or for others that they can do for themselves. But it's almost like this knee-jerk natural thing. So we we have been rescuers, we have been pleasers, and we have been martyrs. And in terms of being a martyr, what I'm saying is that we We have not been willing to ask for help. We have to do it all. And I think those days need to change. I mean, many of the other patterns come in, too. You see women also who have been rebels, and, you know, there's a tendency perhaps to be an avoider. But those three are really uh, through the generations, and I've looked at how, I mean, when you think about it, there are still places on this planet women can't drive cars. And, you know, that's these are big things. We'll talk yeah, about absolutely. that more, I'm sure.
2: All right. Well, you know what? We'll be back with Sylvia LaFaire. When we come back, we have our business tips coming up, and um, we'll tell you how you can get these great books. We'll be back shortly, everyone. Thanks. Oh.
0: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi, right after these on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod, Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a 6-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonbinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central. On toginet.com, we often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegelov for Nature Spirits Speak. 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, NatureSpiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak? Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Well,
2: Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So lots to cover in this last segment. So let's just talk. I have one more question about your book, Gutsy. So, Sylvia, who are... Wait a second. Is that... No, that's not my question. Let me see. Where is my question? I wanted to know about... Okay, this is my question. How do gutsy women partner with the men in their lives? Well, that
1: is a perfect question because that's where we're headed. You know, we went through the women's movement when we were all still pretty, pretty mad. And I don't know if you remember, but there were times when women were burning their bras and you couldn't even say the word man without being angry. And uh, I have a quote in my gutsy book from Dolly Parton where she says, Um, I always wanted to burn my bra, but I was afraid it would take two fire departments to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would. <laughs> yes, yeah, very funny. Uh-huh. Uh, the whole idea right now is partnership. And here's what I want you to really understand is that men were the ones who dared they had to in in ancient times they were out there killing the um the food for us you know the the bear or the we didn't eat bear but the elk or the deer or whatever it was uh-huh. and women were the ones who cared. we took care of the kids, the hearth, the home we brought we were the gatherers, so it was the men dared and we cared. And now there's a big flip going on, and it's about sharing so that the men can care and we can dare, and we're balancing this out in a more equal proportion. And we have to be able to give our men real room to show their caring and Mm -hmm. to be able to not just say, you have to babysit, I'm going off, but really acknowledge the help and the love that they give to their kids to all the children that are here, it's not just biological children, Mm -hmm. while we're out there taking the risks and asking them to acknowledge us that's where real
2: partner comes, partnership comes in. So- oh, that's so powerful, Sylvia, because you're so, so right. I mean, I just know in my own marriage and my own situation, I hope my husband's not going to kill me for saying this, <laughs> but he is an absolute amazing, amazing father where, you know, we're kind of interchangeable. If I have to pick up and go on a business trip, my kids kind of, they have daddy, and daddy knows how to give them a bath and you know, feed them and do everything, which is great. And he's he can take over that role of caring. But I'm still a little old-fashioned, Sylvia, where I feel like he has to hunt. And anything I do with my business or whatever will be gravy, but I'm looking to him to be that hunter. And um I don't know. I guess that's where the balance comes in, huh? Well, it's constant negotiation, constant looking at it. But I,
1: I think that... Again, this issue of, you know, there's still not enough women in boardrooms and so forth and so on, it's happening. That's not where it is. It's what are we saying? And the the big one, Josephine, for me, this is in the pay it forward, is we're not asking the right questions enough. One of the biggest right questions for me is what is the difference between child care and caring for children?
2: That's so, so important. Wow. It's powerful in my mind.
1: Yeah. That's, we need the discussions, and women, women are the ones to start those discussions and keep them going. We need to change how the workplace operates.
2: Ugh. It's not healthy right now. Well, Sylvia, this—you have given us such amazing information, and I have to tell you, this was too much to cover in one radio show. I very rarely do this on air, but I am going to have you back if you'll give us your time. I, we have too much to dive into, and. Um, I'm going to talk to your assistant and see if we can book you. Maybe, you know, I'm a little booked, you know, for the next couple of months. But we're going to get you on before the end of the year. Is that okay with you, Sylvia? Oh, wonderful. You're a great interviewer and and a gutsy lady. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm so happy. So now before we go on to our five business tips and wrap up the show, Sylvia, can you tell us how can we get your books, number one? And, um, well, you know what, just tell us how we can get your books, and then you're going to tell us about a little weekend. We'll talk about that because that ties into your tip number two. So exactly. tell us about your books. How can we get your books? Okay, the first thing to do, uh, at, first of all, you can take the Pattern Aware
1: quiz. It, it's a freebie thing on SylviaLafair.com. So it's Sylvia with a Y, S-Y-L-V-I-A-L-A com. and you can go on there and see all manner of things that we're doing, or you can go to our other website where we have all this stuff about the leadership development programs, and it's uh, Creative Energy Options, so it's CEOptions.com, and that's the best way to get the books. Go on Amazon. The gutsy book is is. Uh, Going to be mainly an e book, and it won't be ready for another three weeks. But um, we have st- we started, and the Gutsy book is also partly from these Gutsy weekends we're doing. And they are, I have to tell you, even though I'm running them, they're fabulous. They're fabulous. Okay. The next one coming up is September 14th through 16th. It's at our retreat center in the uh, Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. So it's a couple of hours from Manhattan and an hour and a half from Philadelphia. And we've had people fly in from different parts of the country to do this. So it starts on a Friday night with dinner, really good dinner. And uh, it finishes on Sunday with brunch. And in between, there's a lot of learning, a lot of laughing, and, you know, you get a group of women together who really want to make change happen and are interested in, 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 in a better life for everybody, and yeah. it's just thrilling. I love doing them, so um, that's the oh. next one, September 14th through 16th.
2: I can't wait to hear more about that. Okay, Sylvia, so that sounds wonderful. So let's um, move on to our five business tips. We always wrap up our show with our five business tips. So your first business tip, I love this because we think alike, Sylvia. Your first business tip is get a mentor. Tell us about that. Well, there's a little
1: twist with for me with get a mentor. I believe As you do, that we should have more than one. But I also think some of the best mentors are people you can't stand. Oh wow! (laughs) I really, really, yeah. I suggest to somebody to take somebody who just, you know, it's like chalk on a board makes your makes you want to scream, and ask them if they would mentor you, because (laughs) in them they may say no, but that's okay too. What I have found is when somebody gets a mentor, um, I call them the petty tyrant. It's somebody who is, okay. you know, really annoying. But the learning is incredible. And often out of that, people become not only uh, learn a lot, they become friends, but you learn a lot about what what you are not looking at through them.
2: Okay, so I love that idea. A, that sounds great. One. We'll have to think about that one, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sure. We'll have to go through that contact list and really figure that one out. But that sounds great. So your second business tip has to do with um, a day away. Tell us about that. Well, I think as women,
1: you know, there's a a sentence, and I'd like everybody to kind of keep this in the back of their mind when they're getting fried. It's a hungry waitress makes a very poor server. Picture that image. Here's your food, and I'm starving, and, you know, you're not gracious. And that's what we do to ourselves. So I am really, really pushing for if it can't be a day, it can be an hour. If it can't be an hour, it can be 15 minutes. But you have to be able to close your door and say this is me, my time. And we don't do enough of that as women.
2: No, I have to tell you, Sylvia, I'm getting ready to go to California for a couple of days, and it's not, you know, till September. And I I am so torn with guilt. I feel absolutely terrible about it, even though I know it would be best for me because I would come back a different person and I'd be thrilled. And my positive energy, you know, is filtered right to the children and my husband, so it's really hard, but it's super, super important to get to take that time away, and I can't wait to actually look into your weekend away. I think that would be really, really great, but I can't believe it. We have two and a half minutes left, so I'm going to keep going down here. So your third tip, tell us about that, the importance of truth-telling. Well, it's something we need to practice, and we have to learn to to do
1: it from an I place, I. So telling the truth is I am upset about this. It's not you're a jerk. It's I don't know how to uh, handle this situation effectively and it's really making me upset rather than you yell all the time. And we have to, every time you start saying something, begin to think of it from uh, an I truth rather than a, a you negative. So that's really,
2: and it just takes practice, 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 practice. Sounds great. Your fourth tip, have a hobby. So, so important. I love this tip. Tell us about that.
1: You know, this business of do what you love, and not everybody can have a job they love. I mean, uh, there's a piece of of fantasy in that, but you can have a hobby you love. And if if it's painting or singing or bike riding or gardening, whatever it is, you can pick it, and it's yours. So that when you go to work, you're, you're, it's, it's how do we keep nourishing ourselves. So that's really important to have a hobby you love. And, you know, as I said, not body is going to have a job where they say, oh, this is my passion. That's I love that. not going to happen.
2: I think that's great. And your final tip is pay it forward. Tell us about that. Well,
1: I believe, and this is for all of us, and as women we know it, that they're all our children. They are all our children. Mm-hmm. And we need to really be thinking about, as, 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 for me, the power is, you know, the difference between child care and caring for children. And paying it forward for us in this day and age is making sure that we are really looking at how all of our children are being helped to be healthy, to be germ-free, to be able what you're doing is an important part, to be conscious of what we can do, not germ-free, but, you know, as healthy as we can be Uh in the world. And I think it takes all of us to, to look
2: at that. Oh, the future amazing. is ours. Amazing. Sylvia Lafaire, thank you so much for being a part of Paying It Forward. Everyone, you know, we're going to have all of her information up on the TogiNet um, website under Paying It Forward. So we'll have that up just shortly. And I want to thank Sylvia for being a part of Paying It Forward. And we can't ha- wait to have you back as a guest. Thanks,
1: Wonderful. Sylvia. Thank you. And you're wonderful. So know that.
2: Thanks, Sylvia. We'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons,